Welcome to another edition of Here If You Need, brought to you by our partners and great friends at Deakin University. I'm pleased to say that Caitlin Thwaites joins us on the podcast, which also doubles as a vodcast as all. We can see you and hear you, Katie. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you going? I'm going pretty well. Is it um, starting to feel a bit more normal now? You've actually seen your teammates. I've seen my teammates, not not all of them up close. Um, yeah, but um, definitely we managed to see people um, across the other side of the court. So that was exciting last night. Um, yeah, we did did air hugs from afar. Uh, from afar. <laughs> it was um, really nice to see them. Air hugs are still hugs. It's great. Yeah. We're ready to <laughs> yeah. embrace. We're ready to get on with normal life. Hey, now we've got a, a start date for the season. Are you pumped? Yeah, ex- excited. I feel like this has been an absolute never-ending preseason. So mm. it's um, it's really excited to know that um, you know we've got that start date, the first of August. So our next block of preseason, the eight eight-week preseason, starts um, starts again. So we're um, yeah, it's. I think it just takes away a lot of those unknowns that can be quite unsettling at times. So, um, yeah, it's great to have that date and to be able to work towards something. We now know kind of what phase of training we're in because pre- prior to um, knowing a start date, we kind of were in like a bit of a holding pattern of, well, are we in the peak conditioning part or have we moved into a power phase trying to sharpen up and get um, closer to training. So we're kind of now clear that, you know, this is the, this is the type of training that we're in at the moment. So. so for Vixen's members, supporters out there who maybe didn't catch it on social media or on Nine News, uh, what, how does it all work? When does the season start? Just fill them in on the sort of logistics. Well, a lot of the logistics are still yet to be announced and yet to be worked out. So um, I think the, you know, the, the, the biggest thing is that we've got a start date. So the 1st of August is when, um, when the games will begin. We are um, having an entire season. So there will be, I think it's 60 games in total or something um, across the league plus a finals, um, a normal final series. So at the moment, that's what has been announced, um, which is amazing. But we are still just waiting to see kind of what format that might take. Mm. So whether that, um, you know, some of the things that might be up in the air are things like, do we play two games in a, in a week rather sure. than one game? Or, um, you know, we might, um, I guess the, the logistics and the things that we're waiting on is um, the things around the border restrictions being open for Western Australia, Queensland and South Australia. So, um yeah, so that's, I guess, some of the reasons behind why we've, um, yeah, just holding off to, to mm. try and figure out what it looks like. So take us to training on Monday. How does it all work? What sort of hoops do you need to jump through before you get in onto the court? Well, I think, so we had a, we had a meeting, well, we've, we've had multiple Zoom meetings as yeah. everybody else has, but yeah. Um, I guess just changing changes to the protocol of the way that we would normally go about things. So usually we, you know, all of us would probably rock up about an hour before training starts um, to get strapped, um, you know, to kind of do some of your prehab exercises, um, you know, get some shooting in and things like that. But um, the, the, I guess we're trying to shorten the the window that we're in at training. So um, we're allowed to rock up 10 minutes before training, which means that we need to have already strapped 
um, done some of those prehab exercises and things um, either at home or um, you know just outside once you arrive in the in the car park um, so do you do your warm-up shooting in the car park do you <laughs> yeah. no we um <laughs> I've, I've still got the post in my backyard so we're so we're still able to able to do that which is good but um and then so we've actually got on our phone an app um that we're filling out all of you know kind of the security or medical questions that we need to have so our team um and the VIS and people are very aware of kind of where we're at because of those mm. protocols. Um, but tra- once we've been allowed to train inside a venue, the venue has then got their own protocols that they need to have. So um, we've obviously keeping the social distancing, being able to go into the venue. Um, we've had, a, you know, a bunch of questions asked of us and also our temperature taken um, contact details so that, um, if there happened to be an outbreak, they can get in contact with you. Um, and yeah, and then we proceed to go in. But we also, so Monday night training, we did um, small group trainings. So it was just in our units. Um, so we had a shooters group, a middies group and a, and a defensive group. And across a two court um, um, area, the, the middies were on one side, um, mm-hmm. you know, but we actually staggered, staggered it as well. So there was... Um, you know, a three o'clock time slot for the middies, a t- you know, a four o'clock time slot for the D and a five o'clock time slot for the shooters. So there's, we're just keeping as much of that crossover um, separate as possible. You mentioned before about it being the longest preseason you've ever tackled, which is understandable and um, completely accurate. Do you know what number preseason this is for you? This you is number... Uh, well, I've I've been aware because I've had a few questions like that in the um, before, <laughs> but it's it's preseason number eighteen for me. Oh my goodness! Preseason number eighteen. So, and I I feel like I've never done so much running in my life. <laughs> but you're looking younger. How are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I've d- just got some good lighting here, Stannis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's it been then? Because it's been so weird, so unique. You mentioned your the post at home that you've got i'd imagine and excuse my ignorance here but i imagine being a shooter it's probably a lot easier to go and get some extra practice in by yourself at home i was speaking to someone like emily mannix like how does she sort of how does she fare in this situation like is is life in isolation and training by yourself a little bit easier as a shooter um well so initially like i'm i don't have a post at at home normally um we did actually get a a, um portable post kind of brought in i've got i thought you'd have um, one in your bedroom just to no No, i've moved that many times um you know (laughs) if it was my house back in bendigo there's there's a post kind of um, rigged up to the side of the shed so that would have been no problem (laughs) but I've, i've moved too many times so um yeah, so I've actually got a portable post in the backyard, but my hills on um, my my backyard's on quite a slant. So oh, yeah. um, we did actually we we did a couple of like one on one shooting sessions with um, with Sherelle. So I'd had um, and this was via Zoom as well. I had um, a seat um, put up the hill with my phone kind of on it. <laughs> Um, so that she could see what I was doing. But I was also having to deal with those tree branches that kind of go over the area that I've put the post. Um, 
it doesn't, the ball doesn't kind of just bounce and stay there. Like it was bouncing off the base of the ring and going all areas of the backyard. So I was having to chase the ball around, but um, we were doing a few of those um, little drills and things, um, which you, normally we do um, things to try and vary it up and, and I guess put pressure on your technique. But given the ground was a bit unsturdy and I had to get around a tree branch and things like that. It was actually, um, yeah, it's been quite, quite novel, I guess, um, to begin with doing some of that training. Caitlin Thwaites joining us currently on here. If you need brought to you by our partners and friends at Deakin university digital is in Deakin university's DNA with 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why they are number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved, study online at Deakin University. You mentioned Bendigo just before. There is a few questions from our supporters and members off the social. The first one's from Eliza. Um, Katie, she wants to say, when will you come back to Girton to see the school? <laughs> well, I don't know whether the school's up and running at the moment, but <laughs> um, I have actually, just as the restrictions have started to lift, um, I've um, headed back a couple of, um, couple of times to see my parents so it's been nice to um to head down and and even just for the sake of an hour or two hours um you know be able to to see my family because obviously during all of the restrictions it's been um you know not allowed to do that so um you know I think it had been about three months or so that I'd not been able to see my parents so um yeah so I have actually snuck into um to Bendigo town um without anybody knowing a couple of times (laughs) Perfect. I like it. Uh, Lily off the socials also asks, what's your go-to pre-game meal? You a good cook? I do. I, I love cooking and um, yeah, I've, um, I've been doing a lot of cooking in ISO. Mm. That's one of, one of my skills that I've been, um, been giving a good workout. Um, I guess pre-game meal for me, especially when we're kind of away on tour and things like that, I like having um, like an English muffin or some toast or something with some banana and honey. Um, yeah, that's a Yum. good, I guess that's more of a snack rather than a pre-game meal. But um, yeah, the, I mean the meal the night before a game, we're probably, we're looking at getting kind of your good serve of protein and carbs and things. So um, Yeah. I love this one from Taylor. She asked, what's your favourite netball move to do when shooting? Let's talk um, tactics, Katie Swates. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on who you're playing against, I guess. But I, I would say that just keeping a variety in your game is, um, is really crucial. So not doing the same thing again and again because the defenders can then kind of pick up on what you're doing. So having that toolkit with, you know, things like a roll off or a, you know, a half roll and come back to the ball or, um, you know, I've, I like being let out of the circle and going on a few few runs. Roaming. I love, I love it too. <laughs> but we saw that variety. You had to really call upon that variety in that final against Collingwood. You know, um, you had Jeeva there who you've who you've tackled that many times in your netball career and, and you shone on that occasion at the state netball hockey center. Was that a satisfying sort of win for you? Yeah, I think, you know, um, it's always a, a battle coming up against Jeeva. She's, you know, she's probably heading into her 18th season as, <laughs> season as well. So where it's, um, you know, um, yeah, I think we're, um, you know, it's always a, it's always a tough battle, but coming, um, 
I, just having the, the, a look at all of the footage and things like that and coming up with a really great game plan so that our whole attack end is um, on the same page with what's happening, I think is, is really important. And um, I kind of see it as, you know, it's our attack end versus their attack end. It's not necessarily... Um, because I think a lot of what Jeeva does really well is actually coming off me as the player and, and hunting mm. the ball off the wing attack or the, um, you know, so it really has to be that unit um, unit that takes on, um, you know, players, players like that. Two more fan questions. The first one from Sarah. She says, um, one of the lessons you can take away from the Diamonds and apply to your life. Of course, you've just finished up with the national team. It was very emotional. There are a few tears there and bouquets of flowers. But um, what did you learn from your time in green and gold? I've learnt so much. It's, um, yeah, I think just having been embedded in that system for, you know, not half my life but you know it feels like that um you know I was a consistent member of the team for the last eight years so the the lessons and the grow the growth over that time for me has been um pretty yeah pretty huge I think it's helped assist to to mold me into the person that I am so um you know the the things around um around the teamwork that we're having to put in, having honest conversations with people. Um, yeah, the, I guess the leadership skills and things that, um, that we're having to, having to learn, um, you know, to, to really feel that connection with the community and things like that and take a, take a leadership role in, in some of those things, I guess, is just a, just a handful. But, um, yeah, I, I can honestly say that being a part of, part of the Diamonds for consistently for the last, um, last few years, it's been, um, yeah, it's really moulded me into who I am. So. And a final question. It comes from Alec. Thanks to everyone for your questions as well. They've been great again this week as they have been the previous two weeks. Uh, Katie, your favourite team to play against. Now, this is either as a Vixen or a Diamond. Or, or the 20 other teams I've played for. <laughs> yeah, wow. Exactly. But you, can't, you can't say the Vixens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Um, New Zealand would have to be one. Yeah, I do, I do really love the the battles that we um, as as Australia come up against the um, the Kiwis. I think the the history and um, just that mutual respect that we that we have for each other always brings the best out of us. Um, so I think that's um, yeah, that's probably probably the biggest one that I, I love um, taking on the battles with those girls. And are you still, I mean, I know this is probably sounds like a stupid question because I think I know the answer. I'm sure I know the answer, but do you still love it? Do you still get out of bed and love doing what you do? Yeah, I've, I've had, you know, during isolation, probably like everybody else, I've had, had my moments of um, finding it yeah. a bit hard, but it's, um, yeah, I think just that connection with your teammates and, and really, I guess the wanting to strive for a common goal um, with those girls. And, um, you know, that's, I guess, the thing that, that kind of keeps me coming back and wants, um, you know, I want to kind of get in there and, and feel like I'm a part of it, feel like I'm being, you know, the, the value that I'm adding to the group as, as well as what they're adding to me, I think is um, the biggest thing for me that I, I really love about it. So, yeah. 
and we love it too. And can I say, don't retire anytime soon because when you, I've known you since you were very little and I was probably very small as well. Um, when you retire, I'll feel a little bit older about myself as well. So can you just keep on playing forever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, who knows what's going to happen with, um, you know, the, the rest of this season and the rest, you know, <laughs> what it's, what it's going to do to next season, even like, I feel like it's, we're just operating in this land of, well, we don't, we don't know what the future holds. And it's, um, it's a lot more, I guess, um, brought into our um, consciousness that we really don't yeah. know what the future holds. So, um, yeah, at, at the moment we're, um, you know, looking forward to this season and, you know, who knows what's beyond that. And there's a premiership to win, Katie? Absolutely, there is. We're, we're very excited about um, about getting started and having, yeah, the, the season come up. And, um, yeah, I guess, you know, for the next eight weeks we're looking at having... I guess that kind of gradual build back in where, um, you know, with the Players Association and things like that, we've been very aware that we've needed to have, a, you know, a, a good amount of time to get ourselves back into it because although we have been training at home and, um, you know, doing all of that work, I've, I've had um, been using some stubby holders in my driveway as my, as my cones because we, I don't have any cones at home, um, doing little footwork sessions on Zoom um, with my computer hitched up on the back of my car. So, um, you know, so although we have been training and doing those sorts of things, it's still not the same as what getting out there on court and feeling the physical pressure of what just having defenders on you is like. So we need to, I guess, ease ourselves back into that so that we're not... Um, you know, having a really big um, spate of injuries as a result of kind of coming back in and just hitting us bang really hard with all of that training. So we're easing back in to begin with and then we'll be ready and raring to go um, by the 1st of August. It's great to know stubby holders can be so, you know, multidimensional. I love it. <laughs> they're, they're not mine, by the way. They're my partner. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Katie, it's been a pleasure as always. Always lovely to speak to you and catch up with you and great to see you doing so well in isolation and out of isolation now. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. We're, um, yeah, it's been really nice to be able to see the, see the girls faces and, and Simone was just out of her skin yesterday. She was so <laughs> excited. So, so it's, um, yeah, she didn't, didn't mean she went easy on us at training though. Um, as well as Cheryl, but we'd, um, that's, we'd come to expect, expect nothing less. So it's, yeah, nor um, should they yeah. go easy on you. Hey, thanks yeah. for joining us on, uh, here if you need with thanks to Deakin university. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. See you Stunners. Thanks so much to Caitlin Thwaites. We'll have another special guest for you next week and keep sending in your questions. They are fantastic. They keep these girls on their toes. We'll catch you next week on Here If You Need. At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.